This is the Birth Village Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Birth Village Podcast. I'm Morgan Brower, and we're so grateful to you for being here and listening to our first episode. This podcast represents the Southern Utah Birth Village, which is a community that networks together to help all kinds of families have the support they need during pregnancy and birth and all the things that come along with that. The Southern Utah Birth Village got its start in 2020 by Trisha Baird, who trains doulas here in town. She wanted to have a way to keep in touch with these doulas that she was training and to support them and for them to do the same for each other. This started as a group of doulas who would meet together every so often, and it's turned into a really beautiful community. And we wanted to be able to share our community with as many people as we can. And this podcast is one of the ways that we are helping our community to expand. Recently, I was able to sit down with two members from the village to speak on their experiences within the village, as well as other things we're doing to try and expand our reach. This is what I will be sharing with you today to introduce the Southern Utah Birth Village, as well as this podcast. In the interview, I'm joined by Dr. Katie Smith, chiropractor, and Tia Stout, birth photographer. Katie, Tia, thank you for coming and being with us today. Thank you for having us. Yep, super happy to be here. (laughs) I'd like to get to know you guys. Well, I'd like for our listeners to get to know you guys a little bit. So Tia, would you start us out with, who are you? (laughs) Introduce yourself a little bit. Um, Well, I'm Tia Stout. Um, I'm a birth photographer and um, I've lived in Southern Utah my whole life. I've been doing photography for about 10 years now, um, but I started specializing in birth photography in 2018 um, and fell in love with it. I just knew that's what I wanted to do when I photographed my first birth and super excited um, to continue that journey. It wasn't, I didn't start specializing in birth until 2019 in the fall. And then of course, 2020 happened and it was just like really hard for me to get into the hospitals to photograph births because they were limiting visitors. Mm. And then I started to reach out to the midwives and the doulas to just try and get to know a few people. And then I started attending home births and fell in love with that. <laughs> and it just kind of um, snowballed into that. Then I wanted to learn more about being a doula so that I could, if I needed to, um, help my clients. Like if they didn't have a doula, that I would be able to help them in any way that I can. I just felt like I could do more than just take pictures. Yeah. So I took Trisha's doula training in September of 2020. And um, just from there kind of joined the birth village and fell in love and met some of my best friends there. I love that. Can you tell me a little more about your decision to take Trisha's class? Um, I just remember in one of my, in one of the births that I was attending, I, I always try to take a fly on the wall approach when I photograph births, you know, because like it's not my job mm-hmm. to like insert myself in that kind of like sacred space like we were talking about. Um, but I there's there was just a couple clients where it was just like I could tell that they needed something more, more. especially in the hospital setting. And I didn't feel qualified mm. and have the knowledge to say to, to like comfort them even, you know, yeah. so I would usually just stay quiet, but I really felt like I could do more. And so, um, I was already, I already knew Trisha or I, I started reaching out to Trisha because 
I was trying to, um, especially since it was 2020 and I couldn't get into the hospitals, <laughs> I was um, reaching out to the midwives and the doulas because I really wanted to attend home births. Mm-hmm. And after seeing home births, it's so funny just comparing the two. They're so different. And um, I knew I wanted to bring some of that to any of my hospital clients. And so I was like, I need to talk to her. (laughs) I need to talk to Trisha and, you know, get to know on this so that I could help people. It was more of I just wanted to help people when they're in labor. That is awesome. It's really cool how you've paired being a photographer with being a doula and you've created a really beautiful career for yourself. It's been fun to hear how you've gotten to this point. Katie, let's hear about you. Same same question. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I'm Dr. Katie Smith. I'm a chiropractor here in town. Um, me and my husband moved here in 2020, which was quite the adventure. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I specialize in women and children. And while I was in school, I was a young 20-year-old and didn't really know much about my body as a female. Mm-hmm. And I started learning more about menstrual cycles and fertility and the prenatal and postpartum journey. And I just became obsessed. So specializing with moms during their motherhood transition is something where my heart really lies So when I moved here, I knew it was my goal that I needed to find this community. So I reached out to doulas here in town because doulas are just like the key to any village. They know everybody. (laughs) They're always here to help. So I reached out to some doulas, got in touch with Trisha, and just joined this amazing birth village. Awesome. Yeah. Where did you go to school? So I went to school at Northwestern Health Sciences University in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And when you started school, you weren't necessarily going this route? No. So I actually wanted to do like sports chiropractic. I'm the youngest of three. So I never saw my mom or any of my siblings become or be pregnant, be parents during this (laughs) journey. Um, So when I was in school, I was just surrounded by all these moms. And it just fascinated me that I didn't know much about the female body. It was just something that we have the ability to do was just to give birth, but not knowing the like sacredness behind it. Yeah. And that's like the one thing that I fell in love. And I totally agree. You said this earlier, Morgan, that it's something that we've lost nowadays is the sacredness of birth. Like being in tune with your body and listening and finding out like why this is happening to you and just figuring it out that way. Yeah, Yeah. I love to be that medical mind to help moms through their journey. Which is really cool that you've been able to merge the two. Because, I I mean, I I preach that all the time. I'm like, we should know about our bodies. I agree. This (laughs) is like a superpower that we have. If we can understand how our body works, it's like a cheat code to life. I agree. It's so cool. Like how many, like females, you know exactly when your body is going to bleed. Like you should know down to the day, like, oh yeah, like today I start my menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. It'll be over in five to seven days. Like Mm -hmm. how awesome is that to know and have the ability to know (laughs) when that's going to happen? Exactly. It's such a miraculous thing that we have the ability to do if we choose to take advantage of that. So you reached out to the doulas in town to get yourself immersed in birth. Yes. Who did you find? So the first doula that I reached out to was Amanda Griffith. Mm -hmm. She's a doula here in town. And she put me into contact with Trisha. Okay. And just from there, it just snowballed. And now we have over like 30 doulas here in the southern Utah area. Which is, which so is wild. Cool. And the fact that Trisha started this only 
two, almost three years ago. Yeah. 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 It's pretty new. So before the birth village was created, what was the experience like? Um, in the hospital? Just in general, in, in the community. Was it um, so, disconnected? Well, or? so I've lived here my whole life. I've lived in southern Utah my whole life. I have five kids. Um, and I've had all of them unmedicated. So without an epidural, Oh, yeah, four of them in the hospital. My last baby was born at home. Um, my last baby was born at home after the fact that I had found the birth village. He was born okay. in 2021. So nice. I knew all the things then, <laughs> but so I just was a little upset. <laughs> I was a little upset that as a mom, when I was having my first baby 11 years ago, mm-hmm. I didn't know about any of these resources. Mm. And so <laughs> I, I, that's where I get passionate about the birth village. Like yeah. I just want women to know what's available. Like with my second child, I had the worst breastfeeding experience, which is funny because you think it's my second baby. I know all the breastfeeding things sure. now, but he just had a really small mouth and he might've had a tongue tie. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I just like suffered through, um, those first like month and a half is what it was mm. the breastfeeding journey. And we made it, we made it through, but Yay. it could have been easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if you I'd have right known, support. yeah. If I'd have known someone in the birth and I community and I could have said, Oh my gosh, breastfeeding has been so hard. And I, <laughs> bleeding all over the place you know and they could have been like oh my gosh you need to talk to this lactation consultant you know and but like I didn't I talked to the lactation consultants in the hospital but that's only like you go home the next day if you've had a regular you know like normal vaginal delivery and it wasn't until like a couple weeks after that I was really struggling and so I just get really passionate about like there are resources. It doesn't, you don't have to struggle alone, mm-hmm. number one. And it doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. You know, especially if you have the right resources and the right support. And I feel like that's what the birth village is here for. Exactly. Is to educate and empower women and know that if you are struggling at home, there's resources for you. And if you're struggling in the hospital, there's still resources for you there. Yeah. Yeah. One is not right nor wrong it's about you making the choice for yourself not because somebody else was making the choice for you yeah yeah i i love that and that's so true and that's our purpose even with the podcast is to extend our reach as far as we can we want to get all of the southern utah if we can on board and i mean i mean really as far as we can reach so that everybody knows you have options you have resources, you have things to fix your issues. You don't, you don't have to just give up on the things that you want for you and your baby. Yeah. Or even just struggle alone. What, when it, what it feels like alone, Yeah, you know, when you're struggling and you're just like, Oh, this is the worst. And Mm -hmm. I don't have anyone who can help me, but you can like, and it's just, you don't have to struggle alone. Which is a pretty common experience. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. I think that a lot of times there's a connotation of a birth village that it's for people who are crunchy, who want to do things unmedicated or a home birth or things like that. And we know that that's not true, that all people can benefit from the Southern Utah birth village or any birth village, really, if they're going to be having a baby. So can you speak on that a little bit? Who is the birth village for? Who can benefit from the birth village? I would say it's for any woman because 
I would say our main goal as the community is to have help women have an empowered birthing experience, whatever that may be. And I think that starts with education. And so just knowing the options they have. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, even me specifically, when I started having kids, I didn't know things, you know, <laughs> and you just kind of like went into birth, just kind of, that's just what you do. And, yeah. and, um, just helping women have an empowered experience and letting them know they can choose certain things. Um, and it's neither good, nor bad, whatever they choose. It's yeah. just the empowerment lies in choosing. Yes. And I think that there is a common misconception that if you want to have an epidural or if you want to do things in the hospital that you don't need the birth village because that's only for this other demographic of people. But the thing is, is that those people still have choices that we can support them through. They still have choices that need to be made. Yeah, they still have choices. Like you can choose to be induced, which means you're not really having any contractions, or you can choose until you have spontaneous labor. You can still get to the hospital in time to get an epidural. You know, that's just like one of the many choices, Mm -hmm. you know. And the birth village can provide this education of your options. Or even just pointing in a direction like, hey, you should read this book, mm. you know, because like, and it's probably a book you've never heard of, you know, and, <laughs> um, and just pointing in directions of like educating yourself, especially if that's what you want to do as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, going in, it's like, I want to learn about all these things. Um, you have the option to take a childbirth class that we have so many great ones mm-hmm. um, here in the area, but then also pointing towards to like different books um, or something like that. I think is really helpful. Yeah. Cool. I agree with you. It's not, it's also not just about birth. It's about everything that comes with it as well. Like knowing that there's people supporting you. And if you choose to breastfeed, there's lactation consultants, or if you're choosing to pump only, how do you do that? And if you get mastitis, what do you do? Like Mm -hmm. there's resources for everybody here and their families and everybody is different and their needs are different. And like she said, it's neither right nor wrong. It's about what makes you feel empowered in choosing what makes you feel good about your journey of bringing this new soul into the world. Yeah. So it's the entire journey, not just the experience of getting the baby earth side. It would be great if every woman could go through pregnancy and through labor and delivery without being afraid mm. of not that it's not like it's an intense thing and yeah. and just a beautiful thing as well. But I think when they know um, what they're going into for labor and delivery and they feel confident in their birth team mm-hmm. in how they've prepared and everything, there will be a lot less fear. I'm not saying it will be totally without fear because it's intense. Yeah. But if they, confident in all the choices that they've made and feel like it's their choice yeah then it would be a really great thing if we could help every woman feel that way to feel empowered and yeah in charge yeah of their own bodies i love that yeah during pregnancy a woman's body goes through many changes these changes paired with childbirth can leave many lingering symptoms some of which include diastasis recti leaking urine prolapse, low back or tailbone pain, painful intercourse, and many others. A lot of people will tell you that these things are normal after childbirth, and though they're common, they're not normal. 
At Shift Physical Therapy, their trained doctors of physical therapy take a holistic approach to evaluating your specific limitations and designing a rehabilitation program to get you back to the activities that you love. If you're interested in learning more about how pelvic floor therapy can help you, call 435-767-1252 or visit www.shiftphysicaltherapy.us to schedule your appointment today. Shift Physical Therapy is contracted with most major insurances, and for our cash-paying listeners, they're offering a 15% discount if you mention this ad while booking. Once again, that's Shift Physical Therapy. If you sell a product or service that you think our listeners could benefit from and are interested in a sponsorship relationship, contact us at thebirthvillagepodcast at gmail.com. All right. I'm curious how you would answer this question. What is the Southern Utah Birth Village? So the Southern Utah Birth Village is exactly, is exactly that. It's just a group of providers who want to support women during their motherhood transition. So pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and postpartum journey mm-hmm. throughout that whole time. So we have doulas, foot zoners, lactation consultants, massage therapists, chiropractors, yeah. OBs, just a group of people that are here to support women during this journey and making sure that they feel safe and heard. That's a great definition of the village. Something cool about this community and something that makes it powerful also is how we support each other in addition to how we support women and families. Would you share with us how you have seen that support either personally or in your business? So when you're going through that motherhood transition, the community is what actually supports you. So you don't feel alone when you're going through this. So where chiropractic comes in with your prenatal journey, when you're getting adjusted regularly through your pregnancy, you research has shown that you typically have a faster, shorter labor. Um, just in the fact that we're adjusting the pelvis, puts the uterus in a good position, all that fun stuff. But the way that it comes together in a village is that when I do my job correctly, then when moms are laboring, it's easier on them. And mm. then it's easier on the doula. Then it's easier on the provider that's delivering the baby. And then the baby comes out happy and healthy. Yeah. So full village, full circle. And sometimes we get those labors that we end up do stalling and maybe baby's stuck in a certain position. And that's where I can come in um, typically to home births and help mom. We can adjust her while she's laboring and wow. to get that baby out easier for her and her other providers. That's so cool that you can do yeah. it in the middle of labor. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. that's actually the reason why I took Trisha's doula class mm-hmm. or training is because I wanted to be able to feel confident going into a birth and know exactly what to say. Yeah. And know when a mom is contracting and when she wants to be touched and when she doesn't. Sure. Because it's a balance. So then you can know when exactly to be the most helpful that you could possibly be. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. And if we didn't have such a tight-knit community, somebody might not know to call on the chiropractor to help get things done. Correct. And the other beautiful thing about a community is that we have so many of us here. Yeah. Like we have so many prenatal chiropractors that are here and willing to help. Cool. And just because you don't vibe with one doesn't mean that you won't vibe with another. Mm-hmm. Same thing with doulas. When you're picking out a doula, you interview multiple people or providers. You interview multiple midwives or OBs yeah. to see who you're going to vibe well with because it is such a sacred place in time. Your identity is changing. Yeah. 
I don't think that this is a, a big secret to anyone in a situation where there's a lot of women mm-hmm. doing the same thing, the same job. There can be a lot of competition and sometimes that can get ugly. But in all of my experience with the Southern Utah Birth Village, we haven't really had any ugly competitiveness or anything like that. So can either of you, do either of you feel like you can speak on why is this community such a strong community that doesn't have that element of cattiness? Yeah, I totally believe it's because we all have good intentions. Okay. With whatever that mom wants, we know that whatever she chooses is best for her. So typically when you interview our out of the hospital midwives, they ask you to interview multiple midwives. So you mm-hmm. feel confident in your decision of who you're picking. Same with doulas. And sometimes you might interview a doula and they'll be like, you know what? I think you would actually vibe really well with so-and-so. Mm. And I feel like that's what just brings us closer to a community is that we're all friends, yeah. peers, and it's not my business or her business. It's all of us together are supporting this mom. Which is so cool. Yeah, I agree with Katie that it's it's not just about the business. It's about the mom mm-hmm. having the best experience she can have. And I think that's why it's so great is because that's everybody's main focus. Yeah. You know, and I um I have lunch with other birth photographers and we have a great time. Yeah. We're we're friends. We're not competitors. So that's beautiful. It's fun. And that's what we need yeah. in, in the world of birth. And especially like when you're doing that same job, like sometimes you just need somebody that understands what you're going through to talk through like hey, maybe I have this really complicated case. I'm going to call up my friend to see what they think on it. Or, Mm -hmm. hey, I just had like a really long night. I would love to get lunch with my other birth photographer friend to like just go over this and maybe they would have a different point of view of something. Mm -hmm. Like it's more of using each other as peers than competition. Yeah, Yeah, competitors. Yeah. It's really amazing that everybody has been able to do that Um, I think that a lot of it can be attributed to the meetups because it keeps everybody in close contact with each other. Can you tell us a little bit about the meetups? How are they different than just like getting together to hang out? They're a little bit more organized, but also a fun escape for (laughs) the birth village workers because you need to have fun, right? That's what makes it fun and interesting. So. We always go through, we always introduce ourselves because there's always new women joining the group, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but from there, we always meet new providers. Um, but then, like, we just have fun and we talk about, like, sometimes some women feel like this is their opportunity to talk about what's heavy on their shoulders mm-hmm. because they're surrounded by women that support them. Yeah. So you can come in and be like, hey, this happened and... I just need to feel supported and I just need to tell you guys about it and see like how next time I can be better or how we can go about this in a different way as a community. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been times when someone would say that exact same thing, like this happened for my client. What can I like, how should I have handled it? And so that I can be better for next time. Or there's been a couple times where we had discussions about how, you know, something shouldn't be happening. And so we were like, okay, well we can, you know, talk to other people and try and get those things changed. Yeah. And kind of solve all the problem with everybody on board. So we have monthly meetups. We also have a new mom resource list 
which is basically what it sounds like, a list of all kinds of resources that could help someone in different stages of their journey. And I know started out as like half a page long. I think we're at up to four pages now because everybody in the village is able to add to that when they have some ideas of resources that might be beneficial. And everybody in the village has access to that list, which again, allows for any, any kind of different person, any kind of different family who needs their specific, who has their specific needs, they can find their needs fulfilled within the Southern Utah Birth Village. Because if you are working with someone in the village, they have access to this resource list as well as access to all of their peers in the village. And they can help you figure out what will work for you. And in addition to the access they have to their peers, just as getting together and stuff like that, or, or part of the access they have to their peers, is that we are all on a group me. We have this group message going at all times that we're communicating on. So I think we've got, what, 64, 60-something oh, yeah. about that, yeah. people now in a group message where we can all talk to each other and we can like solve these issues together and we can all be supportive of each other and on each other's team. Which again means that anytime that somebody is reaching out to one of us that's a part of the Southern Utah Birth Village, they've got like a lot of people in their corner. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool with the resource list is that there's varying price points too. You know, because like not all the providers on that list are going to charge the same Mm -hmm. and it can help people work within their different budgets, which I think is really awesome. Um, That way they can still get the help they need. And also, I think we mentioned like clicking with the provider, um, meaning like they just feel really comfortable with that provider. Not that the other providers are doing anything wrong or anything like that. It's just they feel more comfortable with that provider. And then... um, one thing that I think is really, really cool is um, in the group me, if someone is has a client in labor and their client is struggling or something, you know, they'll send a group me <laughs> message and just say, hey, if you guys could send us some positive labor vibes or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that, which I think is so cool because I do believe that like positive energy yeah. um, helps everybody. Yeah. And especially when you're sending it directed in one area, it can definitely help. You've got a lot of people sending that energy out at the same time. We've kind of touched on this already, but for us, the reason that expansion of the the birth village is so important is so that as many people as possible have access to this thing that we believe in strongly. We believe that birth should be a, a beautiful situation. We believe that laboring women should have support and that families should have what they need and that if we can bring women into their power they will have a really amazing motherhood journey. So let's talk about the things that we are doing to help with our expansion and our growth. I feel like there's just so much that we're doing. Like Trisha's having her doula training. There's so many more birth education classes happening now in Southern Utah. Um, Personally, me, I meet with, I try to meet with as many people as possible for lunch. Just Mm -hmm. get to know them on a personal basis. So that way when you know, if you do get a client or a patient and they're like, hey, I'm wanting to do an unmedicated birth. How do I start? Where do I start? And you're like, let me pull up my nice little resource list and let me give you a list of doulas. Mm -hmm. That would be your first place to start. Like look at them on Instagram, set up a meeting with them and then go from there. Doulas, I believe, are like the key to any birth village. They are there to support women and they want the best for every woman. Yeah. Every person that walks through their door. So 
they will try their hardest to find the people to support them around them to help this patient or client um, with achieving their goals. And I feel like that's why we just need to keep growing is because there's so many people here. It's not like we only have so many moms. There's so many females in Southern Utah that need help. And it's not even just when you're pregnant. It starts before that. Like having the education of, okay, well, I think me and my partner want to start trying to have children. Where do I start? Nutrition wise and exercise and all these different things. And we have all these resources for them to start preparing their bodies. So it's not a huge shift when they start going through that motherhood transition. Just having people in your corners, you're always going to do better with more people in your corner than just you by yourself. Yes, exactly. That's why we want to expand. We want everyone to have access to assemble their dream birth team because we know that that's important. One of the fun ways that we are working on expansion is through our expos. We just had our first expo in October, and I believe that was your idea, Katie. Tell (laughs) us about that. Um, So back in the day, they used to do, I think they called it like a baby. Mom and baby or something. Expo. Yeah. Um, That was previously before I moved here, and then they stopped that, I believe, due to COVID. And I was actually talking with Tia about how we have so many resources here. There's so many chiropractors, massage therapists, Mm -hmm. medical providers, pediatricians, foot zoners, all these providers that most women don't know about. So let's just get them in one space. So we had our first ever expo in October such an amazing turnout yeah we had about it was like 175 people came people came but vendors that signed up was we had 36 30. okay vendors we had speakers talking we're planning on doing the same thing next year so we will have vendors speakers talking about different things from like meet the doulas to naturopathic medicine and how to care for your body or even how to care for your child because mm-hmm. it's such a big thing like this big transition that you have to think about, not just you, but this soul that you're bringing into the world. So yeah. this uh, expo that we plan on doing annually is will be coming up in the fall, which is super exciting. Cool. Stay tuned for that. I'm sure I will be sharing more about that as it gets closer. One of the reasons that we asked you two to be the ones to help introduce the village is because of the big hand that you had in putting on the expo. So thank you for that because it was so awesome. And also... Because if it's okay that we bring up the nonprofit organization that we're hoping to create out of the Southern Utah Birth Village. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like our biggest thing with starting this nonprofit was just to be there for women and be like one place to go. Like I feel like right now people are reaching out on like different Facebook groups like, hey, I'm a new mom. I need help with this. Or, hey... I'm pregnant. I have a question about this. And this nonprofit would be a place where people can just like go onto Google, onto the nonprofit website and ask a question and can be routed to one of the providers here in Southern Utah who can answer the question educatedly and help them. And we want the nonprofit to be here. That way women don't feel like it's something that they can't afford because if you can't afford it, it doesn't mean that you don't deserve the birth that you want yeah. and deserve because mm-hmm. yeah. you still do. So hopefully someday we would love to do 
where we have scholarships, you know, for specific things so that women can get what they need and our amazing providers can still get paid what they're worth. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like process of that, (laughs) it was just like, yeah, we should do that. (laughs) And that was kind of like, um, the start of it. And, and then we kind of put it on pause because we were trying to get the birth expo, um, all sorted out and figured out and everything. Um, and now our goal is to, um, get it filed, um, in January is our goal by January, get it filed. We just wanted to have this one like shop stop for women to like, Hey, I'm really struggling. I need breast milk. Let me go log on to the Southern Utah birth village nonprofit and I can like write them a message and then they can put me into contact with somebody that can give me breast milk or, Hey, um, my husband is like active military and I'm due this month, but he's won't be able to be home mm. and reach out to the nonprofit so that this mom would feel supported. Just having people here because it's not about like money. We yeah. just want to help people. Right. So having this nonprofit just allows everybody to be able to help women, but also be able to feed their own families. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. that a lot of the providers that if they could, they would probably do their service for free. Yeah. hundred percent. But, but th- it's just not feasible to mm-hmm. do free for everybody. And so we're hoping that some, some like through the nonprofit, we can give these, like these women can get these services and stuff and providers can still get paid. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you both for joining us and thanks for coming on and introducing the Southern Utah Birth Village with me. Um, it has been a pleasure to have you guys with us. Can you, we'll start with Katie. Can you tell us where to find you on Instagram or how to get in contact if anybody wanted to? Yeah. So on Instagram, you can follow me at the mom Cairo. Um, I practice at Crocs Born Spine next to Desert Hills High School. Um, people can just find me there. Awesome. What about you, Tia? Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Tia Stout Photo is my Instagram and I should post more, but (laughs) (laughs) it's the holidays. It is. It is the holidays, but, um, I've got lots of great stuff on there. If you're a birth, uh, film person, I've got lots of birth films on there. You can watch. Cool. Thanks you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of the birth village podcast. We hope you will stick around to hear some of our other episodes. You can expect to hear some birth stories, some episodes where we meet members from the birth village, as well as some informational or educational episodes. We would love to hear what you think about this podcast. And if you would be willing to rate and review it, that would be awesome. That would help more people to find us so that we can spread our message even further. And if you have any questions, comments, topics you'd like us to cover, anything like that, you can reach us via email at thebirthvillagepodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at The Birth Village Podcast. We want to give a huge shout out to the Southern Utah Birth Village for all of their support, as well as a big thank you to Haley Gaffa Art for our beautiful album cover and Jives for our amazing music. And again, we're so grateful to you for listening. I'll leave you with this reminder. Empowered women, empower women. <laughs>